Welcome to the Murder in Podcast. I'm your host, Henry Valdez. I grew up around a lot of homicide cases. Kind of a weird way to grow up, but when your dad's a district attorney, you're going to overhear, oversee, and retain some pretty weird, horrific stuff as a kid. I do remember one particular time when your mom and I were called into the principal's office when you were in first grade, and you were pretty good about telling me when you got in trouble. And you hadn't said anything, so I wasn't sure what was going on. When we got there, they showed us your artwork. And your artwork showed a bunch of dead bodies, including a dead baby. And I took one look at it, and I knew exactly what it was. And it was the crime scene diagram, your interpretation of the crime scene diagram. So this case that we're going to talk about, the Ricky Abeta case. That's my father. His name is Henry, too. Okay, first off, um, I am your father. And so my name is also Henry Valdez. That's good to know. And <laughs> and there's uh, my father is also named Henry Valdez. So there's three Henry Valdezes that I know of. I spent my childhood running around his office. It probably didn't seem like it at the time, but I really admired the people that worked there, especially the lawyers. To me, it took guts to look a violent criminal in the eye and say, hey, I'm going to send you to prison the rest of your life. As a prosecutor, you got to decide what the right thing to do was. And so it's the only job in law where you're really not beholden to a client. I mean, you don't represent the police. You don't represent the victim. You represent the state. You represent the people of the state. And so you must act in their best interest. You ask how long I'd been a prosecutor? Well, I still am. Going on 40 years, well, over 40 years, I've been involved with the DA's office. Even at a young age, I knew procedural crime shows were kind of nonsense. Cop TV was not what happened in real life and definitely didn't depict prosecutors accurately. Also, they didn't really tell stories like the cases I heard growing up. And he heard the first shot. He kind of knew enough that he didn't rush out or anything. He stayed there. Um, he actually, I think, saved the life, saved, not only saved his own life, but saved the life of a, a four-year-old girl who, who was there too by actually keeping her quiet, putting physically putting his hand over her mouth so she wouldn't scream. Uh, but he heard the words when, when Ricky walked in. Uh, he heard the words, con este pagan, which in Spanish means with this you pay. There's a lot of true crime stuff everywhere, but even now, there's a lack of true crime stories from the perspective of the district attorneys and prosecutors who know the case best. There's an endless amount of interesting, often violent, and even weird cases that no one knows about. Cases that take place in rural communities, small towns, and far-off distances away from the public's eye. Well, you know, the incident happened on a, on a Saturday night. Um, January 26th of 1991. Well, Ricky Abeto was, was a young man, not, not, I think not unlike a lot of other young men in that community. Uh, he 
you know, had a job, you know, worked for his money. Um, but he had been involved with an older woman, uh, Ignacita. They had been going through, well, I guess, some troubled times. And they were living on his property, on his his family compound. On the Murder and Podcast, we're going to dig up those cases. We're going to give you 360-degree storytelling of homicide cases told by prosecutors who were there and tried them. Because I was the chief deputy, part of my job was to be available 24 hours a day. So I always had a pager with me. I would get paged. We also had a policy that, that we had called the dead man. I know it sounds kind of crude, but the dead man was what we referred to as somebody who would be assigned to the next homicide that occurred within the district. Our belief in the office at the time, why give up your ability to go to a scene of an observed thing that just won't ever make it into a police report? We are going to kick off our first season with one of the biggest mass murders in New Mexico history that took place in the rural town of Chimayo. This case had seven victims, including two police officers and one five-month-old baby. The Ricky Abate trial was tried by prosecutor Henry Valdez. I knew it was going to be arraigned the next day. Uh, and so once he's arraigned, I had 10 days to get the case to the grand jury. So I knew the work was just beginning for me. Put on your headphones and check in to the Murder in Podcast. <laughs>